Hey guys, welcome back to the Cruciform Life Podcast. This is a discussion-based podcast where three friends get together and talk about what a surrendered life to Jesus looks like in our everyday life, the ups and downs of doing life together. If you are to be a man of God, how you view the world and everything in it will be colored by the truth of his word and his son. Welcome back to the next episode of the Cruciform Life. We are continuing uh, discussing Matthew 5 and specifically uh, verses 4 and 5. And um, that verse says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And then verse 5 says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And talking about verse 4 here, you know, I think most people maybe the first time reading through the Beatitudes or maybe have skimmed over this, you know, Jesus here is not specifically talking about, you know, those who are, are mourning, you know, a, a death of a loved one or, or a loss um, of that sense. What Jesus is actually referencing here is mourning our own sin and having this sense of grief come over us for the sin in our life. And what he's saying is that we'll be comforted by the Holy Spirit mm. when that time comes in our life. And it will come because we are all sinners. And, you know, that that continues even after you come to Christ. Like, we, we still have a, a heart that's inclined to sin. And recognition of actually being saved is when you have this overwhelming sense of grief when you do sin. And, and recognizing that and seeing that, um, that's exactly what Christ is actually talking about here. Then I know Pat has a lot of good things to say, so I'm going to pass it off to him. And I'm so um, thankful it's not me this time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let him uh, kind of share his heart on this topic and um, kind of take us a little deeper. So Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Yeah, so starting off, I, I love, again, I'm, I'm going to quote Sinclair Ferguson here when, when discussing this notion of, of, of mourning. He, he says that when we mourn, something goes out of us mm. and our pride is demolished. Yeah, I think it's so simply said, but so good, like, it takes everything out of us, our pride, everything out of us. We realize how much we suck, essentially. <laughs> <That's one laughs> and, and, and how much, how, how we sin against the holy God, it brings it into perspective into our life. And, and how much it, it brings us back as to who we truly are. We're at ground zero. We're dead. Yeah. We're dead until Christ pulls us out and revives us. Yeah. As we as you were talking Mike, uh, th- this uh, this quote, I forget where I I, I saw this, but it, it sprung up it's something along the lines of um it, if it breaks God's heart, why do you think it would fulfill yours? Mm. It, it is yeah, is something good. that I try and live by now, you know, when I don't know, when thinking about sin, when when thinking about maybe a sin issue with a friend or something like that. And, and yeah. it's so true. It's like, why do we go back to those things and think they will fulfill us? You know, yeah. I think if you can't, if you're unable to mourn your own sin, then how do you even know how, how, how it violates God? Yeah. You know, you have to realize that you're the authority of God, like we talked about earlier and what sin is. It, 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 there was a great price that was paid for that. Yeah. That we have to realize the severity of our sin, yeah. what, what what God had to do through Christ to, to redeem us from that. You know, it's it's not a light thing. Cost him his only son. Yeah. You know, from the perspective of God, literally, it's not something to be taken lightly because it cost him deeply. We receive the benefit of adoption 
mm-hmm. through Christ, as it says, you know, in multiple in Ephesians and uh, Galatians, and how how do we achieve that? And you know, Tim Keller, you know, talks about it in in his commentary, but also, you know, there's a there's a pastor whom he was using the example that he and his wife adopted twins from somewhere in Africa. And he was talking about the the cost of what it what it cost them to do that, not just the cost, but all the work involved, all the paperwork, the traveling there, having to stay there for a while, tidy things up there, and then bring them home. He then went to say that imagine if he told his firstborn son and said, okay, so this is the plan. We're going to adopt these kids from this other country and we're going to bring them into the mix and you're going to be the one who's going to go and do it. And while you go and do it, you're going to be publicly mocked, shamed, ridiculed. You're going to be persecuted, beaten, broken, and then eventually you're going to be murdered. And that's the only way that we can do it. Right. And it's heavy because we all have kids and I, I read it and I'm like, Oh man, like my kids are too little, but you know, I mean, even if they were older, they probably, if I said that, they'd probably be like, wait, why do I got to do that? Yeah. And Christ literally does not count equality with God as something to be grasped, right, but right. comes in the form of a servant. You know, so when we sit here and we say what you're saying, Pat, by if it's going to break God's heart, why would it fulfill ours? Well, we need to think back. Well, why is it going to break God's heart? Yeah. Because of look what he had to give up to right the ship. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. You know, and I mean, thankfully, Christ in his his own being didn't count it as something that he wanted to hold on to. He was willing. He went to the cross willingly. Yeah. You know, and that's the good news. But at the same time, like, that's a heavy reminder. And I, I have never heard it before. And you just saying it in this little bit has completely challenged me, <laughs> you know. And I just love it's It's such a contrasting notion i think when just blessed are those that mourn yeah i i think when we mourn we instead of drawing further from god or running from god we we mm. it causes us to draw closer to him yeah you know in those in those moments and, and when we realize just the travesty of our sin yeah yeah you and second corinthians 7 i just want to interject this second corinthians seven ten says for godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. You know, and just on that that line that you're saying there, you know, I think that, you know, that's so applicable to our life. And and backing up into Second Corinthians five verse twenty one, it says, "For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, mm-hmm. so that in him we might become the righteousness of God." To that imagery of what you were saying, Ben, you know that story of. You know, that comparison there, you know, that's what, that's exactly what Christ did, you know, and he, he took our place and, and allowed us to be coming to, come into righteousness in front mm-hmm. of God, um, through his life. And, you know, I, I think there needs to be, you know, a level of respect for when we are in those seasons of, of that heavy grief and, and mourning, because it's, it's also like, we should see the positive side of, of our mourning, right? Like yeah. in our grief of, of our sin, because it's a recognition like we ourselves are not blinded by our sin and we see our need for Christ all the more in that moment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I think, you know, those who, who sin and just kind of go on with their life, hardened hearts, and, and that's a difficult place to live in for 
an extended period of time. Whether you recognize it or not, you know, we have to submit and allow God to, you know, continue to to chisel and, and to shape our hearts to be more like him and, yeah. and to recognize those things in our life. So Absolutely. Sort of going back to what I said in the previous episode, like how I think of it as a, just a form of God's grace to know that I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. I know like sometimes when, when maybe we're ministering to some other guys who are maybe upset with, with like a sin issue in their life. And, uh, but, but I, I just remember one instance where we were, I don't know if you would or not, but we're, we're like, be thankful that your sin is bothering you kind <laughs> yeah. of sort of thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if it wasn't bothering you, then I'd be questioning, you know, yeah, for sure. Then I'd be ha- having more questions of, of, you know, your walk with God. Um, Absolutely. You know, it makes you, it makes you wonder like if it's just something that you're numb to yeah, and you're okay with it. I mean, that's, that's literally, you got to check yourself. Absolutely. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> and I think that's a good, you know, a good transition. Not the statement that I just said, but, um, you know, into... I mean, it certainly works. It certainly works. Into, you know, the second part of this uh, conversation being, blessed are the meek, for they shall ha- inherit the the earth. And, you know, that word meek, you know, is is you know defined as quiet or gentle or being submissive is kind of like the worldly you know definition of that but submitting to christ right is is ultimately you know that that position that we should be in yeah you know and and we will inherit the earth and you know that's the the new heavens and the new earths and in my opinion that that we will inherit you know and submitting to god's plan rather than our own Unfortunately, there's a negative connotation no matter which way you submit. There is. To, to meek there or is. submit yeah. or submissive. Well, I think you know? and it's it's a negative connotation because of our pride, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ultimate, no, I, that's I, true. I, that's no, a good no, point. No. I guess but from like a cultural I, perspective. I should have yeah. clarified. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying from a cultural from cultural perspective. perspective yeah. You know, like I, yeah, I'm not saying that. No I guy think wants bad. to be described as being meek as like on yeah. their resume. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. line one. Mike is meek. I don't know about that. That's probably not going to sell anything right there, but there's a tendency in culture. I don't know. For some reason, this is terrible. The thing that actually just popped in my mind is for some reason, like, do you guys remember like the Marlboro man from like, I do not. You are a bit older than me then. So I'm not, I'm not that that. much older, but a little bit. So I just got to throw that punch in there. I guess. I don't know. Like I, (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, I, I've always, I, I don't know if it was from being a kid and just always seeing, you know, the cigarette signs. And I guess where I'm going with this is that I feel like in the past, like, what is the, what is a man, like a manly man? Like I, I'm thinking like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Nacho Libre. I do remember. It was like cool as a kid. They had like those little candy cigarettes. I yeah, do remember right? those. You know? The chocolate It's like, ones. why was that yeah. cool? It, because, Displayed as an image of a man. Yeah, because you see the Marlboro Man with the yeah. slick hair. The I'm looking the, it up now as we're talking. Sweet, and his, the sweet car. And his, his saying is, come to where the flavor is. Oh, okay. There you <laughs> go. So, but then, like, all right. So, like, here's here's the Marlboro Man. And we're going to say that this is, like, you know, I don't know when that first was introduced. And, you know, there's a bravado. Mm-hmm. And now, what is a man in our current culture? 
basically, I don't know, you know, a bunch of different things. I think. <laughs> there's a bunch of different things. Well, you from could a say, cultural perspective, you could say that there's a masculine, masculated or feminine, you know, or, you know, different, all different types of things. And I think that the issue here is the ultimate measure of a man, in my opinion, is meekness because i love yeah, i think agree. that this was this i think this is pat this year note here contrary yeah, yeah. to what the world says meekness is a strength yeah and not a form of weakness it's probably the ultimate form of strength in my opinion to submit to give up what you want to do essentially absolutely and to submit to god yeah yeah because like all right so you can't here's, tell me that's not difficult no absolutely <laughs> i mean literally thinking about actually doing it i want to pound my head into the wall but <laughs> yeah it, it's still knowing your car right, so like you're sitting here saying mister like knowing you're a sinner well yeah knowing what you're supposed to do but i can't come close i really don't want to yeah <laughs> yeah but like all right so here let's take it back again where are, where is this in our homes you know mm-hmm. where is this in you're our right. where is this in our friendships mm-hmm. with you know not just one another but mm-hmm. with other people mm-hmm. like right you know i i I'm literally sitting there at church tonight and our daughter just wants to, you know, wanted to run around and, you know, she had shoes on tonight. So she felt like, oh, I'm the big shot. I'm going to (laughs) go walk up and down. And, you know, so I took her out into the atrium and, you know, there's a, there's another person in the atrium who is not someone whom I normally would talk with and whatnot and just starts Mm -hmm. talking to me. And like, there's this, my flesh and I have no problem disparaging myself, but like my flesh is like, um, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Mm -hmm. But like, no, like meekness being, you know, being embodying the beatitudes and specifically like we need to be humble enough to like, we should be like Jesus, anybody who's coming up to us, Yeah, right. you know? And that's why I, I literally always tell you, you are the perfect ambassador for our church because one of your <laughs> natural giftings, in my opinion, is that you're nice to every single person you see, Agreed. you know, I, I'm not, I, I want <laughs> to be, <laughs> I want to be, but I'm not. And you are, you are. And it, that is such a, like, you know, a pastoral quality. It's a, it's, it's a true gift from God that you display meekness in so many ways, but I'm challenged because I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, where is this stuff in my home? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure literally, I probably, I, there's a tendency because, and it's probably the Italian in me that there's <laughs> still this, you know, sin filled flesh in me that I want to at times err on the side of the Marlboro man in my home. I'm guilty of that. And that is not the man that our mm-hmm. wife and children need. True. I just know that bottom line is I don't ever want to shy away from being honest. And maybe yeah. that sometimes the, you know, the, we need to have more of these conversations in our, like our text thread instead of also in a podcast that's being broadcasted all over the world. But like, yeah. literally, I don't want to be a man who displays bravado tendencies, you know, like I don't want to yell at my kid, my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to yell at my wife. I think that the devil who is real loves to sit there when we do mess up and we do mourn at times, tell us like, Oh, you know what? You jacked it up. You're done now. They're going to know you're a fraud because you can't do it. You can't live it. Well, that, you know what? Guess what? That's the point of all of this. Right. That we can't live it out. Yeah. That we're attempting to, 
And I'm hoping that someone somewhere is being blessed by this conversation because of the fact that we are not, you're not alone. Right. And we literally are trying to look at this text as literal, you know, and, and being meek and mournful. We want to mourn over our sin. We want to be meek in how we approach things in life and how we treat others. But, you know, I just know that I, this is challenging me. And that's why I'm so thankful for this because of the fact that I can sit here and whether I'm editing it or while we're sitting here talking and recording it, I can be so convicted and challenged, you know, and I'm not trying to make it sound like I literally walk around my house with like a baseball bat, like <laughs> saying, like, do this or die, like make me chicken pot pie tomorrow for dinner or else, you know, the world is going to end. It's just, there is a way to be Christ-like and there's a way to not. Right. And we should be sitting there trying to emulate it to the to the absolute max yeah and it, it should not just be with our wife and kids but our friendships too mm-hmm. you know and i'm i'm convicted of literally the conversations we're having right now should be things that we're talking about more than just here for you sure know what i'm saying yeah for sure and not to disparage it but it's no, just honesty you know like, it's just honesty yeah 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 you know but anyways i'm kicking i'm getting off the soapbox oh it's good and pat's getting on <laughs> that's right i just i love how 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 it says in the text, we are blessed in our meekness, you know, because we're blessed because we're letting God be God and we, his children, you know, when we show meekness, we, we doubt ourselves and and we show Mm -hmm. that God is our strength. That is where our strength comes from. It's not from us. It's from our father. Yeah. Um, you know, even, even the great and powerful David, like he said, Psalm 28 verse seven, he said, the Lord is my strength and my shield in him. My heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. Mm. With all the great attributes of David, he knew that ultimately everything that was most valuable in him was God. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's. And the will that he had for his life. Yep. And it's funny too because he doesn't live it out perfectly all the time. You know? You see the way that he is greeted with such fanfare every time that he comes back from battle and all that stuff. And literally when you read that, you know that he, you're right. He knows that there's nothing in him. Yeah. You know, that it, it's all because of God. Mm-hmm. It's a convicting thing. We've talked about, you know, in, in season one, we talked about you for accountability sake, like look how he responds when, you know, the prophet Nathan comes, he doesn't say off with his head. Mm-hmm. He literally, he realizes it and he repents. This is one of the things I remember I was discussing this with my mom and I think my mother-in-law was actually there. We were talking about David just very briefly and I referred to him as being such a knucklehead, you know, and, and my mom was almost like, well, how could you, how, that, that's, that's David. Like, that, we, you know, and it's like, you don't understand. I'm saying he's a knucklehead because of the fact that like, he's, he, he, he knows, he, he understands. Yeah, he knows and he understands yeah. and he can't live it out. We're, right. We're no different. Yeah. You know, and, and that's sometimes like you just, where theology matters and where all these things matter is it helps us see who we really are. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yes, in Hebrews, it talks about how we are a holy priesthood because of Christ. It's not because of us. It's not because of anything that we can offer. Right. It's simply because of Christ. I just want to say, I, I just, I, I got I guess I really want to like in this episode, just hit, get to the point of how, 
how meekness and, and mourning our sin is a strength. Yeah. Um, just compared to what culture tells us and, and how our minds have been infiltrated by, by that is like a weakness. It's, 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 it is a true strength to let God be God and us submit to that, plain and simple. Thanks, guys, for joining us on this episode of The Cruciform Life. Just wanted to make mention to check us out on our social media pages and give us a follow and subscribe to our podcast.